Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. What's up, certified sickos? Welcome to the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, are you a ditto? Oh, or are you an iconoclast? Yeah, I'm a culture creator. Yeah, run it through a saturator. Yeah, make it fat and warm. That's also the description of my physical form. Yeah. Uh. Negative self-talk. Outline a white chalk. Yeah, what? Sidewalk. Uh. Keep the changes simple. Uh. Pop a zip, pop a pimple. Try to keep a fair complexion. Keep the complexity from messing with your flow. Uh. Yeah. Yo, I'm in a state of regression. Looking for vegan salad dressing. Yeah. Secretly filled with Parmesan cheese. That's what I found is in that Caesar steez. Yeah. Uh, mm. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat. <laughs> Okay, turned off my fan for the recording Yo, drop a nickel, drop a dime, they need sorting Yeah, like the motherfucking hat that tells kids what they are forever from Harry Potter And we're all like, ooh, that's clever No, it's not sucks let, let kids be who they are and find their identity over time yo speaking of time how about lemon lime two, <laughs> two fruits that seem infinitely similar but I want one with my dinner Sometimes they give me a lemon with my Thai food. I don't want to be rude, but I would prefer the lime. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do I have to get back in line? Guess I'm playing double dutch. Yeah, find the right moment to jump in. Uh. Fuck up the timing, plastic to the knees. Black top debris. I know it's not pronounced like that. But check out my really cool hat. I got the coolest hat. <laughs> I got the coolest hat. Got the coolest hat on the boulevard. Coolest hat on the boulevard. Check out my hat on the boulevard. I got a hat on the boulevard. Yeah. Welcome to the Heavy Sad Talk thing. What's going on, you freaks? It is time to 
do the podcast. How are we feeling about these? Just real low-key rap intros. It's funny, I get really shy when I'm recording the rap. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, gang Sunday, May 15th. May the, fi- May the 15th be with you, can I say? I love Star Wars. Um, I am looking for a new place to live. It is challenging challenging experience i would say really really brings out all of your insecurities about yourself and your life choices up until this point when you're looking at things that are a little outside of your price range and you're like maybe i could afford this if i wasn't such a fucking idiot (laughs) and yet another romantic room you know, when you're thinking about saying a bunch of words and your brain's like, what if I just kind of said them all at once? <laughs> and yet another reminder to be gentle and kind with myself. Man, for someone who's pinned a lot of his hopes and dreams on uh, talking, I sure don't uh, put full energy into saying a sentence all the time. And my brain is really like, You know, I feel like my brain is like a dog that you like let sleep on the bed. And in this metaphor, letting my brain sleep on the bed is allowing my brain to make like kind of dog shit mumble uh, sentences without the right amount of words in it to make it clear what I'm saying. And now I'm trying to get the dog to sleep on the floor again. The dog's like, brother. We know I'm sleeping in the bed. <laughs> we can play this little game. Friends, I saw the band Big Thief. Last Tuesday at the Wiltern. My favorite band, I would say. At my favorite venue, I would say. Yeah, it rocked. They're so effortlessly cool. Um, and it doesn't seem like they're like pandering to hipness or like, you know, scrambling to try to, in like an insecure way, like, oh, it's cool. Like, are we cool? And they're like, we're just, just going to be like really nice and be who we are and be free. And that's going to be what is everyone's favorite thing about us. And there were people there younger than I was that were, seemed hip and cool and were really excited about what Big Big Thief was doing. And that was like exciting to me as a, as a music maker. And it, there's an interesting phenomenon of like a lot of times things with cultural rever- relevance Man, talking so hard. Things with cultural relevance. I think in my mind as like people in the same generation talking to each other. Um, And a lot of times that is what it is. You know, people making art for people exactly like them. 
of the same time a comment on that time from their perspective. Um, but then, like cartoons, all your favorite cartoons were made by like people a generation or two older than you. And I just think that's like really cool that so much of what is like connects with a certain demographic sometimes it's it's made by somebody outside of that demographic and that there's like <laughs> I don't know sometimes I'm like no one's gonna listen to me a millennial but I'm on the cusp listen to me I'm on the cusp anyways that's that's my current thought in terms of You can have cool stuff to say, no matter who you are. Here there were here there were here there were these 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 big thiefers that are maybe elder millennials. I didn't think they quite Gen X. Um, singing songs of these these Gen Zers and Cuspers, you know, and and folks that were older than I was. And uh, I just thought that that was really special and cool. And they also had this opener, I believe his name was Tucker Zimmerman, really great folk singer, that they came out and introduced him, and they kind of invited everyone in to listen. Uh, And I just thought it was a really classy, cool move because it can be tempting when you're in the crowd, you don't really know the opener, you just kind of want to fucking talk. And it's a rude thing to do. And I, I, I've been guilty of it. And it was, like, was really a cool sort of call to our highest selves as an audience that Big Thief invited in like a really non-like librarian shushing type of way. Uh, where it was just like, hey, this could be really cool if we all kind of give our heart and mind to it. And, and this guy we think is really special and we think you're really going to like him. So like, don't, don't miss this moment. Um, And I just thought that was really cool. Um, and just a, just a cool choice to like, we're going to choose uh, a folk singer who's important to us that our audience may not know yet. Uh, and we're going to... I don't know, and then they played all our songs and they ended with Spud Infinity. And it was just, uh, just like cool you know I don't know they're just they're just cool as hell and I feel like if they were thinking about like what's the coolest song we could end with or what's the coolest opener we could have I don't know I guess I'm obsessed with what's my cool enough it was very freeing to just see them being their true selves that that was cool. Anyways, I like Big Thief. They seem very free to me in all the ways that I want to be free. And like they're having just very human experiences. And Adrienne Lanker in particular just lives and breathes songs, you know? 
She's always, seems like always writing songs, always releasing songs. And their band, they were so tuned into each other and like in sync, but also really free and, you know, exploring. And it's just a lot of joy, a lot of joy. Um, and catharsis, man, and man, it just fucking rocked. And I was like, dude, how I get this, how I get this power that they have, <laughs> how I become cool mage like these guys. And yeah. I think I'm at a, just a wax about my <clears throat> hopes and dreams for a moment. I like making art. I, I enjoy the process of, of getting to say something that's deep in my heart um, and, and finding something out that makes me excited uh, and sharing that with other people. Um, and I guess I'm at like a point in my life where Like, I, like your values always matter and are always, will always be expressed, I think, like in your actions and, and stuff. But it's like, okay, it, this, is, this is what this path looks like right now, the path of, of an artist. And it's a lot of like hustling for side, side gig work, which uh, can take a lot of time and, and heart, mind, energy, and I'm stoked to have that stuff going on but then if I pay too much attention to it it's like oh wait this is the side quest what is my main quest to rock and if I can rock true then I will rock free but I want to be free always I guess I want my rock too. Pay my bills so I can just focus on the rock. And I want to rock with others. Help them rock free. Just want to rock and be free. And I guess it's like you really just have to whole ass whatever path you're on and listen to the feedback and be like, should I change the path? Part of me feels like I've just been trying so hard <laughs> the whole time. And wouldn't it have happened by now if it was going to happen? But what the hell else am I going to do? Am I right? <laughs> Nah, nah, that's that's negative stuff. I don't want to do, be that in my heart. Positive, positive man. Hey guys, positive man. That's who I am now. So aging is like tough, you know? Sucks. 
<laughs> you just get weaker and uglier. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I guess I've been feeling weak and ugly. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yikes, yikes, yikes. You know, which not a cool way to treat yourself in the mirror. She'd be like, hey, there's my friend. I'm a positive man. Oh my gosh, my friend's alive. Hell yeah. That rocks. Hey, buddy. Tough, tough to accept yourself every moment, every day, no matter what. And tough, just like watching parts of yourself slip away. I think I saw some sort of meme or something where it's like every version of yourself like still exists within you somewhere, like Russian nesting dolls, you know? I like that. I went to the Renaissance Fair. That's right. I went to the goddamn Renaissance Pleasure Fair yesterday. And yeah, I saw a Shrek man there. Yeah, I saw a freaking guy dress up full as Shrek man. My favorite character from a Renaissance verse Shrek man. Oh, and was Shrek Fiona there as well? Yeah. She was in full Shrek mode. But Shrek man didn't paint his arms? What the fuck? Hey, Shrek man, you put so much work into your Shrek man costume. Why not paint your arms as well? Seems like you went through a lot of trouble to get those prosthetic ears and kind of blend them into your head makeup. Seems like you could have maybe just done a quick pass on your arms. Favorite thing I saw at the Renaissance Fair. Girlfriend. Dressed to the nines. Full fairy queen. Wings, you know, flowy dress, flower crown, all this, you know, just full out, really going for it. Boyfriend couldn't fucking be bothered to dress up at all. (laughs) Boyfriend just in like shorts and a t-shirt. Holding a beer, just like, I guess we're going to this thing. (laughs) Come on, man. you no joy in your heart
Renaissance Fair people there, the employees, I'm fascinated by them. I want to know all about their lives. Is this what they do all the time? There also seems to be like a a very like sexual banter thing that happens, but it's not like it's kind of clumsy like at least maybe the the versions of it that I was seeing. Um but there is a thing where it's just like let's say I'm running the like cannonball stand. Where you get to like shoot little fake cannonballs. Not a thing I saw. <laughs> Reached for one specific from my experience and <laughs> made up cannonball stand. But let's say I'm at the cannonball stand and I'll be like, who wants to come fondle mine balls? Or something like that, you know? Um, so there's just like lots of like, there's like a tradition, it seems, of like innuendo banter. I'm not doing a great job at explaining it, but uh, I just I was, it was like interesting and weird. There were like families there, but it was also like all this like weird nerdy sex joke <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh, interesting place. Yeah, I dressed up, of course. Just in like, I wore like tights and shoes and I wore my skirt and I wore a vest and I wore a dress shirt and I looked cool. And a guy also, guys, I looked really cool. I enjoyed the Renaissance Fair. Lots of expensive crafts. I was hoping to get an ocarina because I recently played through the Ocarina of Time. On an emulator, on my MacBook Air. Am I pronouncing enough now? I played through Ocarina of Time. Something like that. I don't really know the melodies. Anyways, I know this one. But I don't think you play this one in the game. Sounds really fucking whack on the Mellotron. There we go. The Great Fairy Fountain theme for the uninitiated folks out there. go visit the great fairy who gives you magic power that song play in the background and yeah there's little fairies you catch in a bottle heal me right up heal me 
100% heal. That's what I'm talking about. Alright, I'm sick of the Meltron. Can't go wrong with the Whirly. Yeah, so that was uh, Ocarina fucking 150 bucks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the cool one I wanted was too expensive. I wanted to play the Song of Time. Another thing I wanted to talk about, and it's a little bit more of a serious thing. Uh, it's like a clip I saw from the Joe Rogan podcast that and I, I talk about Joe Rogan. I feel like a lot on here. <laughs> I like think about him a lot. Uh, and I like wrestle with how I feel about him. Uh, and the trajectory of my feelings about him have been like sort of a slow. Gradual. I don't really fuck with this guy overall. Less and less. Less and less as time goes on. But a lot of people fuck with him. A lot of people I respect fuck with him. And sometimes that is like concerning to me. And I'm just like, huh, am I wrong here? Are they wrong? Who's wrong? <laughs> What's right? What's wrong? <laughs> oh, so sorry. Weird no weird sniff going on. Um And I don't think I have the intellectual capacity to summarize all of Joe Rogan because motherfucker says a ton of shit all day, every day. <laughs> and my main thing with him is that I wish that he took a little bit more accountability the things that he said. He's always talking about you just gotta be a man. What happened to men these days, you know? Man, just fucking, you just gotta be a fucking man. Man up. Which bums me out in a lot of ways, you know? Like traditional masculine shit, you know? Um... And I sometimes I wonder, like, oh, what are the positive associations I can have with my gender identity? Um, because a lot of times it's like it can be it can be toxic. Anyways, I think you can be into your your manliness and your manhood and be like a compassionate, kind, cool person. Anyways, motherfucker, always talking about be a man. And then we'll say loads of controversial shit and just be like, oh, I'm just asking questions. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I just, uh, I, know, I said that, but I said well, some other stuff too. And uh, well, I don't really know. I'm just going to kind of wade into these really, really fucking complicated hot button issues and kind of just like rattle off some shit and then like not uh, stand by the consequences or, or think that I have to accept the consequences and that if I just give a big disqualifier that's just like oh I can actually just kind of say whatever I want whenever I want then I can just like then I don't have to uh, recognize that some of the shit I might be saying actually might be hurtful 
Um, and I think that that is actually unmanly. And I think that the manly thing to do is accept, <laughs> accept the responsibility and consequences and accountability for shit you say. What am I talking about specifically? Well, here's an example. A lot of right-wing shit on the internet right now that is... Uh, and I'm mainly seeing this through a friend of mine who's uh, a queer female teacher. She's, uh, I won't use her name, um, but she's getting like fucking harassed right now on the internet <laughs> for being a groomer, which is like a term that, uh, it's like a real thing, of course, that happens. Uh, adults that, sexually abused children horrifying real tragic thing in our society but uh it's also being like conflated with and attacked as just like people just to attack gay people and attack uh queer teachers you know and it's so upsetting because my friend uh she is so nice and so cool um even if she even if she was mean you know, just being like, oh, like there's so much conflation with uh, like, oh, you're a groomer, you're a pedophile, like, oh, gay, oh, gay people are pedophiles. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what it is. And I, I saw some clip of Joe Rogan going off about like where he was he was conflating those two things, uh, groomer, sexually grooming children and uh, he was saying that people are doing it under the guise of being queer. Um, and just like the, yeah, the tone of like the underlying tone of, of disrespect. Um, and just kind of like, I don't know, to me, it's like classic fear mongering right wing bullshit. And he, I think thinks of himself as very free and, uh, it's just such a it's such a dumb take. <laughs> and I feel like he was responding to someone saying like, oh, we shouldn't call gay teachers groomers just because they're gay. And uh, he was saying like, how about we just don't have any groomers? And it's like, and then he was like, yes. And, and then he went on to, about some really homophobic, hateful shit about that somehow being queer makes you a sexual predator. Uh, not saying that explicitly, and I'm sure if you tried to say that he said that, he'd be like all wiry and weird about dodging it and stuff, but the clip I saw, and maybe I gotta give him more context. I don't know. I just feel like, why do I have to fight so fucking hard to... Uh, give this guy the benefit of the doubt or something, you know, when it's like he's essentially throwing uh, my friends under the bus. And that sucks. And so it, uh, it's just like a sort of a weird demonic force happening in society right now where it's like taking take something that is real and horrible pedophilia, sexual abuse of children, and then, like, using the 
using that as like a Trojan horse or like a way to uh, say that you don't like gay people. That sucks. And how does that change? I mean, like, can we open anyone else's heart other than our own? Is the only path to try and open your own heart and I don't know. There's also a a fucking manliness thing there where it's hey, somebody said some shit about some shit I said. I I received some criticism and some feedback. Fuck that. <laughs> double down which just sucks it's like maybe just like take a fucking note dude <laughs> especially I don't know man it's like cishead dude like I feel like you just gotta take a note you know and we're born we got a lot of blinders uh, you know we got a lot of blinders and when our friends and neighbors try to tell us how we're hurting them fucking take a fucking note man <laughs> god it's just uh, so many fucking edgelord comedians will uh, double down you know I don't know least least favorite thing to talk about you know Political correctness and stuff and blah, blah, blah. Cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. But it's tough. It's tough seeing some hateful shit go around and say nothing. Um, So I don't know if that sheds any new light in that discussion, but that's how I think and feel about it. Let's 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 try to punch up, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a comedian, even though I play one on this podcast sometimes. I try to do it. I try to do it with the laughing. I try to make my friend laugh on the podcast. Well, guys, a contemplative episode today. I gotta like do one of these when I'm like wide awake. I've really been bringing a sleepy energy. Well, go forth and prosper, my sweet children. Tell your loved ones all your secrets. Do not lie. Tell me all your secrets as well. CC me on your email to all your loved ones with all your secrets. Hey, CC me. Hey, good talking to you, everyone. Please CC me on the email of your secrets. If you're nice, if you're nice, if you got nothing to hide, CC me on your email. Tell me all your secrets, bank account, password. Tell me, tell me your bank account, password.
That was almost the peanuts for a second. Ah. Fuck. Guys, I love you so much. Um, if you listen to this podcast, it means a lot. It means a lot to be heard. Very, 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 very kind of you to uh, to listen. And I hope that you are heard in the way that you, in the ways that you want to be heard. And I hope that you're feeling free in the ways that you want to be free. And if you're not feeling free, is there any ounce of that freedom, of that kindness and acceptance that you can offer yourself into this moment? Even if it's, uh, even if you got to fake it a little bit, uh, it'll feel good. And maybe the next time it'll be a little easier to do automatically. Okay. Gotta go. People, 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 people. Should we do more blimbus shit? Or me really trying to like wrap my head around societal shit. Probably both. Bye. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad.